You're listening to the Great Recruiter Training Podcast. Here we go. Hosted by industry expert, trainer, and motivator, Scott Love. Hey, everyone. This is Scott Love. Thanks for joining me on the inaugural episode of the Great Recruiter Training Podcast. This is going to be a bi-monthly podcast where I'm giving you tips, I'm giving you advice, I'm giving you solutions and other sales trainers' expertise, as well as keeping you informed on some of the goings-on in the industry. So this particular podcast, we're going to be focusing on the phone. What's really interesting is that there's a lot of webinars on using social media and Twitter and LinkedIn, and, and those are good tools for recruiting. But the one thing you got to realize when it comes to those is that your clients can do the exact same thing. Your clients can build a brand using social media. They can connect with actively looking candidates just like you. And if you're connecting with candidates who are actively looking to make a move, the odds are high that your clients are talking to those same people. So in the world of executive search, in the world of direct hire staffing, you have to be able to do things that your clients can't do on their own which is capture the attention of those people that aren't looking, those people that are, that are successful. They're next in line to be promoted, engaging them in a dialogue where in a six-minute conversation, you've rocked their world. They drive to work that morning. They're not even thinking of making a move. And after your phone call, they go home, and now they're looking at other options. You're a professional influencer. You tap them on the shoulder, six-minute phone call, you develop a relationship with them where they end up telling you things that they only tell their spouse, how much they make and what they hate about their boss, and you find out what those motives are to engage them in the process and put them in front of your clients and close the deal. That's what you do that your clients can't do. And when it comes to social media, it's a great way to build a list. It's a great way to build a list. It's a sourcing tool. But remember, out of all the arrows in your quiver, That one's not the most important. Your most important arrow, your most important tool is your ability to sell. And part of that is getting on the phone, being able to cold call. Now, if you've ever been to any of my training, you know that when I say cold call, I mean calling people that you don't know, that you've never talked to before, that don't know you, they've never heard of you, and it's not a referral. When you cold call for business in terms of getting a client, that's the toughest way to do it. You call people up and say, hey, my name's Scott Love. I'm with Headhunters R Us. How are you today? I want to sell you my search services. They're going to say, well, we're not hiring. Even though they might be, they just don't trust you. And most recruiters think that they can get an executive to give them a commitment of paying them a $30,000 fee based on a 10-minute phone call. The higher you go up the food chain, the longer it takes to build those quality relationships. So most recruiters, they cold call their way into companies where there's no brand that's already built, there's no referrals, there's no reason for the executive to open up and say, we've got problems, we're looking to hire folks. Why should they do that? But if you call up with a solution, let's say you have a candidate that's looking to make a move, now you've got something to talk about. When you're calling candidates, the calling side when you're dealing with candidates, most of those are cold, unless you can get a lot of referrals. But the reality is, in our business, we have to make phone calls And what I see too often is that most recruiters get real excited about these social media tools thinking that they've found the silver bullet. Now I don't have to make phone calls anymore. And the problem with that is that they're not going to be able to do things that their clients can't do. They're now doing the same thing their clients are, which are getting those looking candidates that are actually looking. And there's no value there. So most recruiters, they end up having a fear of the phone. An expert that I'm interviewing, she's going to be on in just a second. Her name is Connie Kadansky. She's a sales trainer where her expertise is specializing in call reluctance. Before we do that, though, 
I want to share with you three things that can make your cold calls much more effective. The first thing, when you call up a candidate or a prospective client that you've never talked to, either way it still works, don't say, how are you today? When you say, hi Joe, my name's Scott Love, how are you today? All of a sudden the walls go up. They're going to say, you know what, every salesperson asks me that, every recruiter asks me that. So when you tell them, how are you today? It says, you know what, I think there's going to be a pitch coming, I'm going to put my walls up. And they put the walls up. The second tip When you make those calls, don't sound too friendly. Don't sound too chatty. If you've got a very engaging personality, you want to refrain from that a little bit. You want to hold back on your energy. Think of it like this. If I had met you for the very first time, I wouldn't be giving you a hug. I'd be shaking your hand. But as I got to know you, I'd invite you to my house for the weekend. You ended up becoming the godparents for my kids. I'd give you a hug whenever I saw you. But a complete stranger, we're not going to give him a hug. We're going to shake hands until we get to know them. And you know what? That's the exact same way it is over the phone. So many people, they let all their energy out. They're just so engaging up front that it scares people. They're trying to give them a hug over the phone instead of shaking hands first. Here's the third tip. When you talk with someone that you've never talked with before, the very first thing you say is, Joe, my name's Scott Love. You and I don't know each other, or we've never talked before. If you go into your presentation right away, they're not listening to you. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to figure out, okay, now where do I know this person from? You want to remove that mental block from them by just getting it out of the way and saying, you and I don't know each other, or we've never spoken before. And then you go right into your presentation. I hope those make a difference for you. If you want more phone tips, you can find those in the article section and also the free download section of my website. It's greatrecruitertraining.com. Now, let's turn to Connie Kadansky an expert in call reluctance. Today I'm interviewing Connie Kadansky. She's a sales trainer that has a real specialized expertise in the world of sales training, and that's uh, the area of call reluctance. I've referred Connie to several clients of mine who've really done very well with her training. Uh, And Connie is going to show us specifically how we can get excited about making cold calls. Connie, thanks for joining me today. Oh, thank you too, Scott. Now, I was looking on your blog, and I saw that someone had written a post that said, I'm excited about making cold calls, and that's something that I don't read a lot of. Usually, it's the other way around. Uh, so kind of tell me about this person and what happened for that transformation to take place where she uh, felt like she was really excited about making cold calls. Yes, her name is Kelly, and she calls on CEOs of small offices, and what Kelly is worked for her is she really and truly believes that she has the solution for these small hospitals and it just works because she is so convinced of her value and when she's calling she is seeing it as an opportunity to serve and an opportunity to help these people and they need to listen to her and she is getting the responses that she wants. That's great. So really that value, the belief that she has in her value, that serves as a form of energy to get her on the phone. Yes, and she's convinced of her value. So Scott, when people are making cold calls, there are only two ways to view it in their mind. Are they seeing this as an opportunity or are they seeing it as an emotional threat? And the more that I work with clients in this business development area, 
it is just becoming more and more clear to me is it all comes down to are people connected to their value? Are they tapped in, tuned in, and plugged in so that when they're making their calls that it is coming through their voice? Because when we don't have a visual when we're making the cold call, and the prospect doesn't either, and only 27% of that communication are the words that people are saying, and 73% is their tonality from their pitch, their volume, everything that is coming across from in that phone call. And Kelly is connected. Now, so tell me, what is it that high-level executives look for in the tonality? Or not look for, but what are some of the things that cause them to either bring the barriers down and be receptive to the sales rep or that have the walls go up? What, What are some of the things that you've noticed as it relates to tonality? Well, number one, are they listening? Because I have listened to several of my clients' calls, and what is happening is they've got some anxiety that's not under control, and they're interrupting, they're not listening, they're not pausing. And, Scott, the only way that we're going to get their attention is to engage them. And so with an engaging question, That's what we have to do because when we engage somebody, we force them to engage through a question. And one of the things that I tell my clients in order to get that question is to ask themselves, if my prospect said to me, ask me any question that you want to ask me and I promise you that I will tell you the truth, to start building from there, and then they can get that question. And so going back to your question about what is it that requires a or opens up a CEO to listen is are you engaging them through a provocative question that forces them to engage with you? Now, I know that you mentioned the other day that there was a sales rep that called you up that had a real simple question. Tell me about that. Oh, I loved it. So I answered my phone, and he immediately said, Connie, my name is John, and I am with XYZ Company. Have you ever heard of us? I was immediately engaged, and we had a conversation. He had a value proposition within 35 seconds. He had disqualified me. I wasn't a good prospect for him, and he was able to move on. That's great. So he engaged you just with a real simple question. He was able to engage you. So yes. let, me, let me let me kind of summarize some of the things. I mean, just in the five minutes we've been talking, there's probably about three big lessons that the listeners, the sales reps, can take and apply today when they go back to the phone. The first one is really having a value belief. The value belief is going to cause them to to really be uh, to have the energy to get on the phone and, and get through and sell. Uh, secondly, that's going to affect their tonality. They're going to sound more confident. They're not going to have the upward inflections at the end of their sentences. They're going to sound a little bit more confident. That's going to cause high-level prospects to bring the walls down and listen to them. And then third, asking prospects an engaging question. You have to throw a ball to them. They've got the ball. They've got to throw it back. They're participants in the process now. Yes. 
That's great stuff, Connie. Absolutely. I know, I know that you do a lot of training within all different types of sales industries. If someone had a sales team where there was some call reluctance, whether they've got one person or 100 people, what are some of the services that you offer to help them improve their performance? Well, it, coaching and training and also I, I just get in there to the nitty-gritty and just like I offered, I listen to their calls and I have some of them listen to their calls with me and we lo- listen to those subtleties. So coaching and training because it all really starts from there. And gleaning from them, I always build with people on what they believe their strengths are and then also asking them where they believe they need their most help because people really do know, Scott, Mm -hmm. and it's just personal contact and just a little bit of personal coaching can go a long way with people. So how can somebody find you if they wanted to call you up or check you out online? Where can they go to get your information? ExceptionalSales.com, and my phone number is 602-997-1101. Connie, thanks for joining me. I know I'll have you on here in a couple of weeks because you've got some great stuff. Thanks so much. Thank you, Scott. I've got with me on the line John Sacerdoti, one of the real legends in the industry that's a real leader in the industry. He's a vice president of NAPS, which is National Association of Personnel Services. That's our national trade association. John's going to give us a scoop on what you can expect to see in Las Vegas at this year's convention. John, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Scott. And, and as far as a legend, I, I might be a legend in my own mind, but that's probably as far as that goes. Hey, well, you're, I, you're, I, you're, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, that's okay. All the other recruiters listening to this can relate. We're all like that. So, you know, it's the way to be in this a- business. Absolutely. So, so tell me about this convention that we're having in Las Vegas. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about coming there and meeting people and speaking there. But tell us, what are some of the things that people can expect this year that's exciting, both in terms of the programs and even the venue? Uh, I sure will, Scott. Thanks. Uh, what is happening is every fall around this time, the National Association of Personnel Services has its annual conference. And we have a, we have a similar venue to each year in terms of the, the, the program, but, you know, we like staying with a winning combo. And what we're talking about here is if you show up early on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, we have a, a variety of different certifications that you could sign up for get certified even before the conference starts. We have reduced hotel rates for those early nights, and we're talking about Tuesday and Wednesday, which are the 29th and 30th of September. But what is happening is the early bird reception is in, in, in terms of the, the true conference will begin Wednesday evening, and then we'll start our formal educational program of upwards to 25 speakers, the best of the best, and, and, and at the risk of sounding uh, silly, uh, I, and I truly consider you one of those, Scott. Scott is joining us, so uh, you're very welcome. Uh, but what happens is we go through this intensive program of education. We're work hard all day in terms of a keynote and then a speaker and break for lunch. And this year we have pure networking lunches. There's no speakers at lunch, so people can network, talk about what's going on, how they're overcoming some problems. And then we have afternoon sessions in terms of a session, a break, and a session. And then we have a little bit of a party to get everybody started each night, and then you're on your own in Vegas of all places. Now, the Red Rock provides, which is where we'll be, by the way, the Red Rock provides shuttle service to the Strip. 
because the Red Rock is about seven miles off the Strip, about seven miles west. Totally self-contained in that there are movie theaters, an IMAX, bowling alleys, of course a casino, uh, and, and even some shows. But what this is is the sexiest place, according to the latest vote, the sexiest place in Vegas to stay. It is really, truly a hot item. We lucked out when we found it about a year and a half ago when it was brand new. It's only three years old. The rooms all have 45-inch plasma TV, some of the nicest rooms I've ever seen. So between where you're staying and the programs that we have during the day with probably some of the best speakers in the country and the bang for the buck, uh, I think it's a winning combo. And, and if you compare that to other other comparable uh, uh, annual conferences, we're talking about a serious bang for the buck. So when do people have to be able to take advantage of the promotion that you have going right now, the incentive for the, for the attendees? Uh, the latest incentive, Scott, now that we're about 40 days out, uh, actually, I think today is exactly 30 days out, but it depends on when you air this, obviously. Uh, but what we're talking about is a... Um, uh, buy one, get one at half price. Sounds awful hokey, but what we're trying to do is provide the best education for the people out there, especially those people that are on the fence. So what we're talking about is register, and then the second person comes at 50% off. Now, it created a slight dilemma, which we took care of immediately. What if I already registered? Well, if you already have registered, a second person can go for half price. So we've got a nice reduction in rate right now, which really is essentially narrows it down to about, you know, if, if it's $599 for the original and half that, so if it's 6 and 3 it's about 900 So for about $450, you could get two persons to a conference that is at least that much for one uh, comparably out there. That's so great. That's a pretty good deal, yeah. That, that's a good value. Thank you. So if people want to sign up, they need to do this, and when does this? Uh, when's the expiration date for this incentive? This expires, Scott, the day of the conference. So this this actually, obviously, then won't expire. We just want people to get educated, so we're trying to do what we can to get them out there. And they could get to us one of three ways. They could go to www.recruitinglife.com and sign up on the website. Uh, if they're bringing someone extra and they want to take advantage of the discount, they should call headquarters, 706-531-0060, or they could call me. I work out an office in my home, so my office hours are extended well into the evening. Uh, direct dial to my desk, 860-243-0811. There's somebody calling right now, John. Yeah, there you go. That's Our exciting. Our open. We're taking dials now. <laughs> Well, great. Well, John, thanks so much for your time. I look forward to seeing you again, and I'll see you in Vegas. Thank you, Scott. I look forward to it. It'll be here before you know it, and it'll be good to see you again. Sounds great. Thank you. A lot of people ask me where I'm going to be speaking for the industry, and let me share with you what my calendar is for the next couple of months. September's a busy month. On September 15th, I'm doing a live training session in Columbus, Ohio, for the Ohio Association of Executive Search Professionals. Uh, their website is www.oaesp.org. That's going to be in Columbus, Ohio, on September 15th. Uh, two days after that, I'm doing a half-day seminar. It's all going to be on sales. It's going to be a live training seminar in Atlanta, Georgia. A half-day starting at 8.30 on Thursday, September 17th. That's going to be in Atlanta, and you can register for that on my website at greatrecruitertraining.com. The following week, on the 24th, I'm going to be doing the Fall Fly-In. It's an association for those physician staffing firms that do locum tenants, which is temporary staffing for physicians. That's going to be in Dallas, Texas, 
Their website is www.nalto.com. And the week after that, I'm going to be speaking at NAPS. My day that I'm speaking is on October 1st. You can visit the NAPS website at recruitinglife.com. And then later that afternoon, I'm doing a session for Agent HR on how to put yourself in a state of peak performance. That's going to be at Caesars Palace. Both of those are on October 1st. That's my schedule for the next month or so. If you're interested in having me come and speak to your group, uh, call me. I've got some incentives going on right now, both for in-house training and for live sessions for trade associations. Other updates, if you're a subscriber to the site, you'll notice that I've got some new videos posted in the Video Vault, a couple of them on closing deals, another one on what do you do when your candidate flakes out. Also, if you're a subscriber, remember, we're doing weekly coaching calls, group coaching sessions, every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, unless it's a holiday, then it'll be the day after that, unless you hear otherwise. Because we're getting so many people on these calls, please email me your question. Those that email me questions, you're going to be first in line. My email is scott at scottlove.com. Now, if you're not a subscriber, to the website, I'm going to invite you to take the virtual video tour. I'm not going to go into the details of what I offer right here. It's all on the website. Go to my site, greatrecruitertraining.com, look on the subscription info link, and watch the tour. It gives you so much more than just the weekly group coaching calls. For the same price of your cable bill, you get my training. It's all values-based, process-oriented, and results-focused training that helps you become a great recruiter. Here's an incentive for you. If you sign up, as soon as you do, between now and the end of September, if you become a subscriber, you have to email me. Email is scott at scottlove.com. You have to email me after you sign up. Mention the podcast, and I'll give you up to a $300 product credit on training products that I've already produced just for you becoming a subscriber. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next time for more industry-specific training that will help you become a great recruiter. 